This is a case study over Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox moved to Perugia, Italy as an exchange student, and she lived with three roommates in her flat. One of those was Meredith Kircher. On November 1st of 2007, Amanda was supposed to go to work, but she had a text from her boss that said she wasn't needed because they were slow that night. Instead, she spent the night at her boyfriend's apartment and they returned to her home the next day around 12 p.m. And the address says Via della Perugia 7. So I'm not exactly, exactly sure what that means, but I'm assuming it's Italian for something about her house. <laughs> um, when they arrived at the apartment, they claimed that there had been a break-in because the front door was open, some windows were broken, and there was blood in the bathroom. Knox finally called the police, and two postal officers arrived at the scene. The people at the scene did not do a very significant job at investigating and collecting the evidence because there was a lot of DNA evidence that was cleaned up instead of collected. There was also evidence that was left behind at the scene and officers came back to look for it and collect it months later. Um, and by then it could have been contaminated, so it kind of makes that evidence iffy. Solicito, uh, who was Amanda's boyfriend, admitted that Amanda could have left his apartment that night while he was asleep. When she found out that he told this to police, she confessed that her boss, um, Patrick Lamamba, had committed the murder. She said that he liked her roommate, and so she brought him over to the house one night. And when he she left them alone together, she heard her screaming. So, Lumumba was taken into custody and then released on November 6 of 2007 because he had an alibi stating that he was out that night. So, Amanda and her boyfriend, Raffaele, were arrested. The people involved in the case, obviously, Amanda Knox, who was a suspect, um, Meredith Kircher, who was the victim, Raffaele Solesito, which was Amanda's boyfriend, Patrick Lamomba, who was Amanda's boss that she accused of the murder, and another man, Rudy Gede, who was another suspect of the murder. And there was a lot of evidence found um, at the scene of the crime, but a lot of it was poorly examined. A main piece of evidence was a bra that appeared to have been torn off of Meredith, and it was missing the clasp on the back, which investigators noticed at the time when they picked up the bra, but they never thought to look for the clasp, I guess. Instead, they came back weeks later to find it. There was also a lot of blood found at the scene, including some bloody footprints in the bathroom. There was blood on found on the bathroom sink on the faucet, um, that had traces of Meredith and Amanda's DNA, and that was, I don't know, it's kind of interesting, that type of evidence, because some forensic uh, scientists claim that it could have been from one of the girls having a nosebleed or brushing her teeth or something, and there could have been saliva mixed in with the blood, that it might not have necessarily been 
from this particular incident that it could have been there previously and somehow gotten mixed in with the blood. So it wasn't exactly like prominent evidence to go off of. Um, the murder weapon they claimed to have found, and it was a knife that belonged to Celesito, and it had minute DNA from Amanda on the end of the blade where it met the handle. Um, the suspects did not necessarily have a motive, but uh, many people claim that Amanda was just frustrated with her roommate Meredith because of how judgmental she was, because Meredith did not agree with Amanda's casual lifestyle. Um, the outcome, on December 29th, 2009, Amanda Knox was sentenced to 26 years in prison, and Celestito was sentenced to 25. Knox had the extra year for accusing her boss of the murder. They were tried together, and many people, such as, uh, I do not know how to say this name, Giuliano Mangini portrayed Knox to be a hippie, there was a sex addict and a drug dealer, and they claimed that she forced her boyfriend to partake in a murder. Rudy Gede, I believe, was arrested later when they found his fingerprints in Kircher's room. He won a fast-track trial, and he was found guilty in October of 2008 and sentenced to 30 years in prison for murder and sexual assault. The legal process took many years and there was a successful prosecution appeal against her acquittal at a second level trial and it continued until she was finally free in 2011 and unfortunately the case kept continuing until 2015 because she had moved back to America after all this happened in Italy and then she had to she was asked to go back to Italy, but American um, judicial system <laughs> said no, basically that she was not going to come back because they had already gone through the case twice, found her guilty the first time, then not guilty the second time. So I think many people were frustrated, but it took many years for that case to finally um, end. And Rudy Gede is still in prison in Italy to this day. Um, but he's going to be out on parole soon, according to some sources. I think that this case is famous because it was kind of so back and forth. Because first she was accused of the crime, then she was found not guilty. It's also just um, a little bit crazy how much evidence was poorly collected. Because it kind of seemed like the scientists were biased against Knox. And it looked like they were trying to pin the murder on her.